hello, hello, and welcome to the first actual episode of Ebbing and Flowing. You have no idea how much I have been needing to do this. <laughs> it has been a struggle. I don't know about you guys, but this year, this month, these last weeks is just been like extremely difficult to be able to do anything it feels like and holding myself accountable is always a challenge so I'm proud of myself for even recording this episode I've been putting it off because I know I need to do it and I just like to procrastinate so having this even being made is a blessing and something that I'm very proud of so Um, I'm so glad that you are here with me and I'm so glad that we are sharing the space, sharing this conversation and you're allowing me to be a part of the time that you have for yourself. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And I'm very excited to share what I have for you guys today. This episode is going to be dedicated to learning a little bit about me. I don't want to go on a tangent and talk for an hour about me and my life story because who has time to hear that and I don't have time to talk about that it's not that I don't have time it's that like I just feel like that's boring and I feel like that's not really a good way to get to know somebody or how I would want to get to know somebody I guess what I'm saying is I think it's better to learn about people over time and I don't think that sharing everything up front is really productive and it's not going to give you I mean Yes, telling you all of my trauma and all of my problems, sure, that would be a great way for you to get to know me. But that's not how I want our relationship to be, if that makes sense. So I created a little form for my family and some friends to answer questions about me. And we're going to get into it. It's really funny. It's just kind of a lighthearted. There's some lighthearted questions, some juicy, fun questions. And I think this is a little bit of a more fun way to get to know me. I got this idea actually from one of my favorite podcasters, Nana Florence. When I was figuring out how to make a podcast, I was researching how the hell do I do this? Like, I know I want to do this, but how do I like even start talking about myself? And to do that, I started looking at podcasts that I listen to and that I really enjoy. And I went back to some of my favorite podcasters and looked at their first couple episodes. And I saw that she had done a just a form and like sent it to some friends and went over it. and I thought that was such a great idea so thank you Nana for that influence <laughs> this was really helpful and um, yeah I think this is going to be a really fun way to get to know me and obviously I don't want you to know everything about me because that would be no fun and then why would you want to listen to me anymore you know it needs to be I'm trying to keep it a little mysterious a little fun and I think this is the best way of doing so because trust me you will be getting to know me over time With that being said, I would love to have a weekly check-in. I really, really want to start getting into the habit of checking in with ourselves and with each other. And like I said in in the previous episode is I really, really want this to be a community and I want this to be a space where we can all be ourselves and talk about things that are struggles and things that are difficult and things that are going well. And to do that, that requires us to be vulnerable and first of all and also requires us to do a little bit of self-reflection so and that's asking a lot of myself to be able to do that because I like to go a long time without even thinking about what has happened in the last couple of months and how it's affected me and I just kind of tend to dissociate through life and that's not the way that I want to continue living it's really important to me to be able to be present and be conscious and not live in a reactive state that's just not what I want so we're gonna work on that and hopefully this practice will live and continue outside of the podcast but 
for while we're here, this is what we're going to be doing. And I'm so glad that we're going to be doing this together. So let's get into it. This is actually my second week of my new job, which I'm really, really loving. It is, I've never had a, this is like a big girl job for me. So I'm actually a culinary assistant for a nonprofit and I'm helping adults with disabilities. And ultimately I'm teaching them how to work in the working world and giving them the tools for them to be able to succeed. The goal that I have right now for my clients is to teach them how to create community and create teamwork within themselves because I've worked at coffee shops, I've worked at grocery stores, I worked at Trader Joe's and Starbucks for a while <laughs> and I've the one thing I've learned is that if there isn't communication and teamwork within your job it is going to fall apart. So uh, whether that be, whether you're a closer and you're setting something up for the morning people and then the morning people can transition into like cleaning things for the night crew so life is easier on them. I'm telling you when you do that, your life will be a lot easier because the last thing you want is for the morning crew or the night crew to leave you a mess. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be terrible. So learning how to communicate with each other and look out for each other is super important and it either makes or breaks your your job and it can either be a really good time or a terrible time at work. So that's something that I am trying to teach uh, my clients at work and it's been going really well. I, I never have had a office job. This is like technically like office job, like teaching role. I'm an assistant, and but I'm still teaching. So it's just it's really cool to be able to do something that fills me with a sense of purpose and it really aligns with what I want to be doing in life and just creating that community and helping people with disabilities. And it's just, it is just, it just is a really good feeling. It feels really nice and it feels like I'm actually doing something that feels good, but, um, you don't have to have, I've learned that you don't have to have like a quote unquote, like good job to feel that way. Like when I worked at Starbucks, I was, making drinks for people and if I made the drink badly for somebody like it would ruin their day you know and I don't blame them for that because if the last thing you want is to go to Starbucks and like that's your little pick-me-up for the day and you're so excited for it and it doesn't taste the way you want it to that that kind of sucks you know you spend like what like seven eight nine dollars on a drink and it doesn't turn out the way you want it to that isn't good <laughs> it's not fun for anybody so I tried my best to curate and make every single drink the best way that I can in the way that I would want to drink it and it would make people happy and I would always get people coming up to me and telling me like how good their drink was and if it wasn't right and I made it the wrong way the time that I made it for them then I would remake it and then make sure that they liked it so you don't have to have any like office job or like have a, a job with like a big role or whatever to be able to do something meaningful or or purposeful you know it's finding the practice that you can do every single day no matter what whether it's washing the dishes or doing your laundry for you or your partner and or making dinner for yourself doing something that brings you joy and makes you feel like you're putting conscious effort into whatever you're doing is the most important thing anyways that is something new for my week is is this is my second week of this job so I'm super excited. I, I really love it. And I've never felt like I've enjoyed my work ever. You know, I feel like I've done my best to work with what I have when I'm at my job. But this is a job that I'm like, yes, like this aligns with what I want to do. Something I do need to work on, though, is taking care of myself better. I struggle a lot with sitting down and writing my feelings. And that is something 
that I want to get in the habit of and having a practice of journaling and checking in with myself and checking in with the way that I'm feeling because I tend to let things pile up over a long time and then I have a freak out and then I wonder why and yeah (laughs) and the problem is is I just let things compile and that isn't healthy and that isn't what I want to be doing because then we just have this cycle of like self-destructive behavior and that isn't what I want to be doing with my time or how I want to be handling myself and taking care of myself because it's so important to give yourself what you need because if you're not then it's just going to bite you in the ass later on so that's something that I'm working on I need to hold myself accountable with those things and yeah that's that's pretty much my weekly update is uh, my new job and taking care of myself and not oversleeping not eating snacks at 12 o'clock in the morning and staying up till two that's just not helping me get to where I want to be mentally. So, all right. The next thing that we're going to get into is the fun part. And it's actually going to be the form that I told you about. It's a little, how well do you know me? And I had a really fun time making this. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of nervous because I was like, if if my family doesn't answer this, or like my mom doesn't answer this the way that like, I hope she does. I'm scared. Um, So (laughs) we have 12 questions that I sent to um, just some close family members and some close friends. And yeah, here we go. (laughs) Okay, so the first question is, what is my Harry Potter house? And you guys will learn that I love, love Harry Potter, okay? I, to the point where I think I was like, six like five or six and harry potter was like truly my imaginary boyfriend like i would wait (laughs) by my front door my grandma's house and and knock on the door and pretend that like it was him and say harry do you want to come watch harry potter like we could go watch it in my mom's room and like just literally just like watch harry potter like all day and i used to make little like wands out of newspaper and like spray paint them and use hot glue to make a design and everything and i like totally went all into it and completely like believe that like I was living in like Harry Potter world which I mean (laughs) still lives true today I still like believe in all that stuff so needless to say Harry Potter has been a very big part of my life and I have never stopped like that is like my favorite movie of all time so I don't expect you to know the answer to this question but I expect my family my friends to know I either got Hufflepuff or Gryffindor the two people who guessed Gryffindor were my mom and my mom's boyfriend, which like, I don't know why they would think that I'm a Gryffindor because I'm not courageous or, I mean like in ways that I am, but like, I don't just jump into things like, like that, you know, I am definitely a Hufflepuff and my close friends got that right. So thank God (laughs) I'm definitely not a Gryffindor as much as I love them, but no, fully a Hufflepuff. Next question. Am I a morning person or a night owl? I'm a guilty night owl and that is not by choice. I struggle with insomnia and, and that's something that I need to work on. I oftentimes will go to bed at 2 a.m. and wake up at 12 or later, which is not good. So I, I want to work on, I love mornings. I love the quiet in the mornings and just like making a little coffee and like having slow mornings before work or anything is perfect. I hate rushing. So I'm working towards being a morning girl, but I, for now, 
100% a night owl and everyone got that right because I am up sending stupid videos to them on text way like late past their bedtime and yeah so that's how they know (laughs) but they got that right so next question what is the most annoying trait that I have this one I was kind of worried about because I was like "Ooh, how do they what are they like not telling me what are they (laughs) what are they not telling me uh what do they think about me and my my cousin my cousin and my um my boyfriend actually like gave some really good answers that like made me laugh so my friend Anna and I don't they didn't like have their names on this as like anonymous but like by their answers I know (laughs) who who gave me which answers so my my friend um Anna said I fixate on people or no no I'm sorry my cousin god I already messed it up my cousin said I fixate on people until they disappoint you then you push them away not me though stay safe out there that's my cousin she is a Pisces obviously (laughs) in a in an Aries moon so in a Sag rising I love her she's like my other half like completely my other half and we're the same so we're one and the same so she is correct I do fix it on people and like put them on a pedestal and then when I realize they're not like my ideal like fantasy brain like image that I have of them I run and (laughs) I'm working on that okay I'm working on that the next one is I can't even think of one I think Anna said that and that was so sweet of her but (sighs) there's there's too many my mom said smirking because I think and I think she said this because when I get mad or like when something pisses me off and I'm about to like go off before I before I go off I like start laughing or like smiling and (laughs) yeah that is that is I could see that being annoying my boyfriend said you like to be right when you know darn well you're not and that is true sometimes I know that I'm wrong and I just want to like prove to them that they could like I not prove them I want to like have them see what I like my perspective because I I think I do put myself on like a moral high ground because I feel like every single thing that I believe or think comes from a good place and that's why I'm like in my head it's like well I'm not wrong because I'm thinking of it this way and from this perspective and it has like it has other people in mind and it's coming from a good place so yeah I need to stop doing that and then my mom's boyfriend said overshares online and I don't need to explain anymore about that (laughs) that is true all right next one what legacy do you imagine I will leave behind? Um, someone said your kindness, you making people feel seen in a feeling that's private, allowing and creating space for the world to be more expressive and open. And I knew that was Anna and that was so sweet. And I and that's like what I want to be doing is I want to make people feel seen. And as I am a person who has kind of like had to keep everything hidden and keep everything to myself my entire life, keep everything contained and neatly organized and that is not who I want to be and that's not how I want to be going forward and growing up and I think I just that is my goal is to make people feel seen and like understood and there really is like no one that could do any wrong in my eyes you know like unless you have like bad intentions of doing something wrong still there's like a reasoning behind that I don't think humans are bad like no one is born bad on the opposite side of the spectrum my mom's boyfriend said a trail of destruction and broken hearts I don't know why he thinks this about me I'm not like that so I'm I'm not I'm not like that I've literally only had like two actual long-term relationships and one like not serious relationship and that's it you know and I'm very happy in my relationship I'm not gonna be doing anything crazy uh the next answer is a beautiful delicate legacy and that was my boyfriend he's so cute the last one was a trail of kindness and empathy 
and I'm I'm happy with those answers except for Spiros because I don't know he thinks I'm it's like crazy heartbreaker and I'm not all right next question what's one thing I couldn't live without Tucker and me that was my cousin Tucker is my cat he's my baby he's my little Aries spicy boy that I adore even though he like is so frustrating sometimes but I love him Anna had said your trinkets and your ability to be able to express yourself through words conversations and art and that is true I cannot live with without doing that the internet here's the thing I have such a love hate relationship with the internet and my phone like I hate my phone I wish that I could like go back and be in like the 70s and the 80s and just like enjoy life and just have like a really slow life but I also love the community and everything that does come with the internet and like there's so much that has so much good that has come from it in conversations and just dialogue between people and it connects people and so I do appreciate it but like I wish I didn't have to have it and like I wish it just wasn't even a choice you know okay matcha yeah I love a good matcha and then Tucker again my cat is everything okay next question what fictional character reminds you of me Hermione Granger Mr. Weasley Alice from the live action overall INTP personality type <laughs> I think I'm an IN, INTP. I think I am an INTP. No, I'm an INFJ. I think I'm an INFJ. I think. Um, I'm going to have to check on that. Um, the next answer, a little orphan Annie. I don't even know who that is. And that's Spiro spewing his mumbo jumbo answers. Snoopy and Susan, the oldest sister from the Chronicles of Narnia. I love that answer. That is like the most validating answer <laughs> because I am an older sister and I love Narnia. I love all that stuff. Okay. The next question actually has some like very different, like different answers. <laughs> so the question is how stubborn am I on a trail, on a, on a trail? How stubborn am I on a scale from one to five, one being the most stubborn and five being the least. And I got two ones two threes and one five and i'm guessing that my mom was or no i'm probably guessing that yeah it's either my mom no <laughs> it's like it's like one of three people who i think think i'm really stubborn and i think i can be stubborn for sure it depends on what it is if it's something that i'm very like well versed in and have thought about something and looked at all angles then yeah i'm stubborn about it because no that's genuinely like not true but if it's something that I know that I'm not sure of, I'm not going to act like I know things that I know I don't know. I'm very able to say that I'm not sure or like I don't know how to answer things and that's okay. The next one is, would I move to another country? If so, where? All right. One of these answers <laughs> is within the States and I get why they said it. But I think what they're alluding to is like maybe I wouldn't move to another country, but I would live in New York. So we'll get there. So the first answer was Europe. Yes, I would love to live in Europe at some point. I would love to live in Italy, Scotland, anywhere that's green. I love it. So again, <laughs> the answer that I was like, it doesn't really count, I guess, is New York. And I do want to be bi-coastal. The next one is Spain. I would love, Spain would be such a cool place to live. There's so many colors and just the food and everything. It just, yeah. Um, okay. The next answer was Italy or Scotland, some country that's green. So you're able to live out your little fairy fantasies and... That is 100% true. <laughs> I just want to like, I don't know, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in somewhere, somewhere in somewhere. That is somewhere. <laughs> okay. But yes, I would love to go anywhere. I'm, I'm such a, like, I want to visit every single place and 
meet different people and learn different cultures and try different foods and just I love witnessing the way that other people live their lives all over the world because it's so completely different and we get so caught up in our own little worlds and forget that there are other people that live their own lives and have their own story and I think that is so overlooked and we get so caught up in like ourselves and what is going on with us but if you just look outside of our little bubble for like one second there's a whole world that is just going on and I think that's amazing so I would love to go everywhere <laughs> okay next question is do I want to have children if so how many one answer is this answer has changed so much over the years but yes <laughs> they didn't answer the second part but yeah I think I would like to have like around two I feel like if I had three I, one of them would get left out so but also at the same time I, I feel like having three would be nice I don't know two or three is perfect everyone guessed two which was correct and then someone said no but maybe and <laughs> I didn't want to for a while because I was like scared of pregnancy because that shit is terrifying and I get it's like natural and it is part of being a human but like it freaked me out for such a long time the next question is a little bit weird. It's, do I make fun of grim situations? And 60% said no and 40% said yes. And I think that when I thought of this question, I think I meant like, I don't know, when things are, when there's like a lot going on, like there's chaos or if something kind of tragic happens, I think I do sometimes tend to make fun of things and make it, not like make fun of things, but like make a joke about the situation. But it's more of just like a form of coping. And so I, I do try to keep it to myself, but it depends who like I'm talking to. If it's a close friend or like family, then, you know, I obviously like, I'm not going to say something crazy in front of somebody that I don't really know on that level. So I think in certain situations, yes, I, like, I, I will make fun of like things that are kind of traumatizing. <laughs> the next one is, what do you think annoys me to no end? And the first answer is closed-mindedness, which is true. I cannot stand when people just act like they know everything. And oh, it's so frustrating because it's like, I wish I could be that closed-minded and just live in my own little world. Like life would be so much easier if I didn't constantly think about every single different way of thinking about something or like worry so much about how many different perspectives there could be on like one situation I just wish life were like black and white and I think that's what annoys me is the black and white thinking of people and I do have my own like emotional black and white thinking with life and the environment and just society if there's closed-mindedness it's like bro <laughs> there's very little black and white things in the world and the majority of it is gray unlike we're thinking the majority of the time <laughs> this one's a funny answer and it's funny because it's just like stereotypical but it, it's just i'll just say it men working for the man when you know you're in the wrong but you don't want to confront it in yourself people walking over those that you care about yes 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 and yes <laughs> I, it, living in a patriarchy is obviously not fun and it sucks also when, when you know you're in the wrong, but you don't want to confront it. Hmm. That's an interesting answer, actually. When you're when you know you're in the wrong, but you don't want to confront it or yourself. Yeah, I guess that's where like the stubbornness comes in. Where I know I'm being annoying, and I know that I'm being mean or having a thought that isn't based in reality. But at the same time, it's like a part of you feels that way so you don't want to change the way that you're feeling and you want to acknowledge the way that you're feeling but you also know that you're in the wrong so I think that's annoying is when there's like that constant internal battle between what you know is true versus the way that you feel and admitting that to yourself and the last one yeah people walking 
all over people you care about and that piss- like I'm not very good at standing up for myself but if somebody does <laughs> ooh, if somebody does if somebody does something to somebody else that I love you better pray <laughs> you better pray for yourself <laughs> so that that was a very true answer the last three ones are true also life any inconveniences or messiness I hate mess and I also like need everything to be done my way and I say this because I do (laughs) I do have OCD and not just like with like cleanliness or stuff but just like everything needs to be the way that I want it to be not just like items or like material things but like everything I just need to control everything so that does annoy me when I can't and I know that I, I can't control everything all the time and the majority of the times we're never in control and I think that that bothers me and just freaks me out because then I feel like I have no sense of control which I don't and I'm working on accepting that reality but it does annoy me uh okay the last one is am I an honest person and thank god everyone said yes I think I am honest to a fault a lot of times I have a very 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 heavy guilty conscience and cannot lie for the life of me I think if I had to lie to if someone had like a gun to my head and like I had to lie to them and like tell I couldn't I I genuinely would not make a believable lie and this isn't me (laughs) saying I'm a great person or like I'm the best I I never tell a lie or anything but I think I just struggle a lot with blatantly like saying a lie I'm very good however at half truths I feel like I like to half truth my way out of things even though I obviously like try to keep that to a minimum unless I feel like it's completely necessary or like not really a big problem if I'm gonna lie it's gonna be a half truth it's never gonna be like a flat-out lie because I will just start laughing at myself for smiling and obviously that's not believable (laughs) uh (laughs) okay so those are some of the questions that I made from this from this form for my friends and family and I'm I'm overall very happy with the answers that I got ex- except for my mom's boyfriend's answers. He just like he is a man unlike anyone I've ever met or any other person or guy that I've ever met and he's completely ridiculous and crazy but I love him so much and he's wonderful but his answers do better (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say is do better that is actually all i have for you guys today and i think this is gonna be a a pretty like hefty length of uh, an episode which i'm glad it is because i wanted to have something that has some like substance to it which i think this does so if you guys have any commentary or constructive criticism or like love for this episode or what we talked about please i am gonna i have an instagram for this account and i'm going to be asking questions for us to talk about in the future and hopefully i could do something with like having you guys come on and doing like a call-in session for the end of the um the episode which i think would be really cool that we could just talk about life and like connect and ask questions and just have conversations and and have like a real dialogue not just me rambling for however long an episode is so until then i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful day a wonderful rest of your day if it's the evening i hope you have the best sleep and i hope your pillow is extra cold um (laughs) and if you're just waking up i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and that's about it for me you guys i will see you next week and 
Enjoy your day.